Hello and welcome to Weave Spawn. We're talking about anything and everything related to anime and gaming. We are by no means experts, just huge fans. I'm your host, Bobby, and with me is Joshua. Hello, Bobby. Glad to be doing another episode. And in today's episode, we're going to be doing a slightly different style, kind of like how we did with the spring anime. We are going to be going over the anime awards. So if you haven't seen it, or if you don't want like any spoilers just remember there are spoilers ahead now before we get started i just want to say this will be our final episode for this season so we do hope you enjoy it as much as you can but also no june 8th was weave spawns one year anniversary so it would be greatly appreciated if you share us on your favorite social media platform and give us a shout out on your favorite episode i'm also kind of curious as to see what your favorite episode is yeah uh we were going to mention in the last episode but we figured it'd kind of be more appropriate to announce it on our season finale episode since it was only six days after but most importantly you all have made this season one of our best ones yet and we had listeners in many different countries so far, with the top five countries being U.S., Germany, the U.K., India, and Canada. You guys were our top five countries of viewership. And in the U.S., we have been listened to in 41 states and Washington, D.C., with our overall top states being Ohio, Hawaii, Virginia, Michigan, and California. But for the season... For, or so those were overall for our, our states that we're listening to. But for this specific season, our, stop, our top states were California, Ohio, Hawaii, Virginia, and Florida. And if your country or state isn't in the top five, then there's one way to get there. And that's to share us with your friends and family and share us on your so favorite social media platform. So let's see if we can switch up the top five by our next, episode, or by our next season. I'm curious to see if Ohio will always stay in there since that's our home state. So let's see if you guys can be our home state. Unless yes. you're in our home state, then you better <laughs> keep it going. Yeah, try to kick Ohio down, down out of the top five. I want to see that happen. Just for a little inspiration, Texas is creeping up right behind Florida. So if, you, if you're from Texas and you want to get into that top five, you better start sharing with your friends. It's funny because I know probably at least one person in all top five of those states. <laughs> <laughs> I know a few, but um, Virginia was a strange one for me. I didn't uh, yeah. expect to I see don't know that what, I don't. I don't know if I know anyone in uh, Virginia, but I know everyone in everywhere else in the top five. But anyway, strangely enough, two of the most listened to episodes during this season weren't even this season's episodes. Our top three were episode six, Minecraft, which doesn't really surprise me. Minecraft has always been popular. It's been a very staple thing. And then we kind of timed it around their 10 year anniversary. So I think we kind of got some hooked up in there, but we also weren't very popular at, by episode six. So it, it's kind of surprising and not surprising at the same time. Episode 18, Tokyo Ghoul, which is an interesting one because I hear a lot of people seeing Tokyo Ghoul, but not a lot of. I don't always hear very positive things about mm -hmm. Tokyo Ghoul. I like it. I enjoyed it. But so that's also an interesting one. 
And then finally, episode 42, Arc Survival Evolved Overlook, which kind of, this one is probably the most surprising out of mm-hmm. all of them. Very surprising for me, too. The only thing I can think of is maybe there were like me who were, have been very interested in Arc, but haven't taken the step to play it because they think it's either too complicated or something. So maybe that's why. But mm-hmm. that one's probably the the most surprising one out of our top three. Yeah, and actually, it's funny because today, or I, so when I was I was watching these episodes as we were preparing to record this. So three days ago, Little Nightmares was actually beating Ark as our third most watched episode this season, but. Today and yesterday was when Ark surpassed Little Nightmares. So we almost had a top three of our first season episodes and none in season two. But we finally got one within the past two days of our second season in the top three. I wonder if it's like Little Nightmares 2 coming out. I wonder if it was on sale or something. Mm -hmm. So everyone's trying to catch up on it. Little Nightmares 1 actually was on sale on PlayStation Store. So that might have fueled it a little bit to kind of bump it up there. Yeah, I've noticed a lot of times whenever there's like an anniversary or an event, a lot of those episodes tend to get kind of an influx. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes we kind of plan it that way. Yeah, we got to <laughs> ride that hype train. So overall, we thank you all so much. Your support means a lot to us. And at the end of this episode, we'll give you a sneak peek of five episodes that we are planning for our next season. So make sure you stay tuned for that. So let's get into this episode. So for the past five years, starting in January of 2017, the anime streaming service Crunchyroll has hosted an annual awards ceremony called the Crunchyroll Anime Awards, recognizing the best anime, characters, artists, and actors. The shows are selected by a panel of judges. The anime then move on to a final round where the fans have multiple days to vote for their favorite choices. After the voting ends, the votes are tallied, and 70% of the votes come from the judges, while 30% come from the fans. So at the end of the day, judges make the final decision, but not without some feedback. So the fans are pretty important in at least giving their opinion on what they think the judges should consider to be the final result winners. So we're going to be talking about all the winners of each category and just kind of giving our opinion on whether we think it's really warranted when it comes to what the judges end up selecting. So, of course, to top it all off, and once again, if you guys, I mean, the award's already out, and you can kind of literally just go on the website to see what the, who won, but the winner of Anime of the Year was Jujutsu Kaisen. And for those of you who want to also know, the nominees were a Hera Ranman, Beastars, Doro Hidoro, <laughs> Great Pretender, and Keep Your Hands Off Inosuken. And to be honest with you, I think out of all of these, I could easily see Jujutsu Kaisa winning. I think it, animation-wise, it's very good. I love the look of it. It kind of has like the, it's, I don't want to say dark, but it, it's not afraid to be kind of dark at like how some animes i feel like are nowadays obviously like there's blood gore it deals with demons exorcism kind of sort of things but they weren't afraid to like show 
stuff. I guess it was a little more mature. Maybe because I'm older, I'm, I kind of like that. And it just had big hype from, like, day one. It has great characters. I really love animes that are very action-y but have good comedy, like, mixed in with it. And it's not really, like, forced. So I, I 100% agree with this. Yeah, I think I have to agree with this based on the information I know because, I mean, the entire season's out already. But I found this nominee and winner to be kind of strange only because they managed to put this show in the running even when it was only halfway through at the time of the Crunchyroll Awards. So there was, I think, only 12 episodes at the time when they announced this and when they voted for it. So I find it kind of strange that they... selected this as the winner of anime of the year before it was even completed because there's so many anime out there that flop within the second half which i suppose they could have looked at the source material to consider whether it was going to be anime of the year or not but or if they had a little more information as the judges like maybe they saw the entire season but it was just kind of strange to me that it was kind of a premature announcement in my eyes i still think after it was all said and done they did make a really good decision because it's just so fantastic. But the show was really hyped. It has a gorgeous art style, as you mentioned. Especially when they start using their um, cursed energy. And just the whole thing has a very unique uh, art style. The characters really complement each other perfectly. As you mentioned, they just are fantastic. And you, they have villains that you can sort of understand to a degree. I It's kind of weird because the villains are pretty brutal in some cases, but you kind of can understand their motives because they come from the fear and the hatred of the world. So it's not unprecedented. So they did a really good job with their villains and the fierce, the fierceness of each character is remarkable. It's, I find it very difficult to find one of these main characters that I dislike. And I'm not really in a position to make this call, but in my eyes, I think this anime did a really great job in portraying a lot of strong female characters with where a majority of anime falls short in this aspect because Nobra is just very fierce and I see a lot of love for her on social media and then we have Maki who is a sweet character as well I feel like every character just has the limelight they deserve and as I said I'm not really in the position to make that call but I didn't have like the same feelings that I have for Naruto because they have some characters that just female characters that just fall short of the mark that they were trying to hit. So I think they did a really good job in portraying each character in the show. And one quick thing before we move on, if I had to choose another one that didn't win, I would have chosen great pretender. If you guys haven't seen that, it's about a con man who gets conned by another con man. And it, it's a trip. It, it's nice, not huge action-y. It's more of a very comedic, I would say more than serious, but it's a good laugh. It's a, it's a, definitely deserves to be up there. Yeah, I haven't seen that one, but from what I've seen of it, I think that would probably be a good decision or like a good secondary choice just from the information that I have of what I have seen. So the next one we have is Best Animation which this one was Keep Your Hands Off of Azoken. So I have not actually seen this one. And, oh, the runner-ups for Best Animation are Beast Stars, Great Pretender, Jujutsu Kaisen, 
Princess Connect, and high, uh, God of High School. Now, I have not seen Keep Your Hands Off of uh, Azoken, but from what I've seen, it does have a really nice art style. But I, I don't know. I know it's um, Jujutsu Kaisen is going to be nominated for a lot of these categories, and it's sort of a popularity contest for some of these. I absolutely adore Jujutsu Kaisen's art style when it comes to just fighting in general, and I guess their their overall art style is kind of basic. But when it comes to fighting, it's gorgeous. Their intros and outros are really nice to look at. I think Jujutsu Kaisen would have been a good runner-up, but I can see where Keep Your Hands Off definitely made a, uh, an impression. Yeah, I haven't seen this one either. It it takes a unique art style take, and I think that's kind of where people sort of got it from. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's bad. Honestly, I personally think I like The God of High School, and for me, the one reason I kind of like that was one, I'm more into action-y anime than... Mm-hmm. I have been getting into Slice of Life, and there are some who do Slice of Life and have, like, gorgeous mm-hmm. backgrounds. And But then there's... Or they go the very comedic route, and they do they, they mix in the different art styles. I personally, I love it when animes do, the, like, the different art styles. Especially, like, they could go... Even if it's just, like, the chibi form... But God of High School actually does that on a few different things. Kind of like how Demon Slayer, when they use their abilities, that like beautiful art mm-hmm. style. It, God of High School doesn't come near close to that. Sorry, God of High School. <laughs> but when they were fighting, there are certain fights where they do change up the art style. And I really enjoy seeing that. So that's if we're talking about art style, like animation-wise, I think the God of High School personally would have won the one thing i do have to say is i hate their noses i absolutely (laughs) hate their noses it looks like they are all suffering from a cold 24 7 and i don't i never understood why they have like this red nose Mm -hmm. and that's literally like the only thing that bothers me about this the animation (laughs) yeah um and with keep your hands off it's one of those ones where I see why they chose it, but personally for me, it's one of the ones, like, I can appreciate why they chose it and everything. It just doesn't draw me into it, and I did like the God of High School's animation when I was watching some of their fight scenes, so I I definitely don't know if I, I would have chose this one as the winner, but I can appreciate where it comes from. But one thing I do predict for next year is Horimiya being in the best animation. Oh, 100%. It is, or at least in the nominees, but I really expect them to win next year just because of how gorgeous it is. I read that ma- manga for like for like a year or two, whatever. Like, I don't know when I started, but for so long. And when the animation came, when the anime came out, the very first animation, because I'm always worried from manga to anime a- adaptation, one of the things was the animation caught me. And I was like, oh my God, they did such a good job. So I could easily see that being in next year's yeah. anime, or at least a nominee. My my worry is that Attack on Titan's going to beat out Hordimia next year, but because um, Attack on Titan, their studio was switched for the final season to Mappa, and I actually really like Attack on Titan's animation for this season, but 
I think <clears throat> I think Horimiya's better hands down. But we'll see. We'll do an episode on that when it comes yep. out. That's but just my prediction. Hold me to it. Moving on to probably my favorite genre, best fantasy. Winner is ReZero Starting Life in Another World Season 2. And the other nominees were Ascendance of a Bookworm, Bookworm Part 2, Decadence, Dorohidoro, Dragon Quest The Adventures of Dai, and Tower of God. I personally, I, this is one I haven't seen fully. I started watching it when it like first came out and I kept up with it up until like four episodes and then I kind of was like you know what I'm just gonna wait and kind of binge watch it because I kind of just hated waiting every week for it to come out I didn't watch the first one and I very thoroughly enjoyed the first one I think the concept was great I love the fact that this is an isekai but the main character isn't really overpowered you could say his skills overpowered but if you guys don't know it whenever he dies he returns back a set amount of time and once he like it's kind of like playing a game with an autosave feature once he gets to a certain point he'll like get autosave there and then every time he dies he'll go go there and like as he continues to move on forward to a certain point he'll get another save point so he doesn't really have any other skill besides that so and he tries to like interact and change the future as he can and like he keeps on dying it's a very good watch and i can't wait to watch season two the only other one i've seen tower of god and ascendance of a bookworm i haven't really seen the other ones ascendance of a bookworm is more slow pace if you want it it's kind of a more cutesy one because the the main person again i believe if i'm not mistaken is it it's an isekai and but you follow this little girl that's like four or five years old so it's more of a heartwarming slow one tower god had a lot of hype and to be honest with you i'm actually kind of surprised it didn't win because everyone was so excited for tower god and like how good it was i haven't that's another one i haven't seen all of it so i'm i'm honestly kind of surprised rezio run out of Tower of God with just from the like hype value. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't have an opinion on any of these because obviously you're the, the fantasy watcher. I tend to watch fantasy only if it kind of falls in my lap. So I actually haven't watched any of these. So I don't have an opinion formed on best fantasy, but I have heard a lot of hype from starting another life or starting a life in another world and Tower of God. I've heard a lot of things of Tower of God, so I am also shocked that that wasn't the winner, but I don't know any criteria of why one beat out the other. So, moving on, because this is one that I definitely have an opinion on. This one is Best Drama, and Fruits Basket Season 2 is the winner. And the runner-ups is Beastars, Great Pretender, Japan Sinks 2020, Sing Yesterday For Me, Somali and the Forest Spirit. So, I have seen a lot of stuff on Beastars over social media and everything. I haven't watched it because it just doesn't look appealing to me. Like, the animation looks fine. 
just the the setting and story and everything doesn't really suit it for me. So I am very happy Fruits Basket won Best Drama. And if you listen to episode 46, you'll hear me rave about it, about Fruits Basket. I talk about it every chance I can get. I stand by this as Best Drama of the Year. They managed to turn this show that seemed like it was going to be a sappy love story, shoujo manga adaptation, and they turned it into a heartbreaking story about relationships, self-identity, the ability to break free from your own self-doubts, and allow and even allow yourself to rely on others. There is so much that you can unpack from the show that they managed to take you on this journey and it feels relatively safe, but you can't help but feel nervous every time you're about to round a corner. And with season three coming up, well, being released currently, I could see this coming in and winning best drama of next year as well. And if it just, if it at least holds up like season one and two, I fully expect it to win best drama. So love this one. This is basically a really long poem that's been going on for three years. I stand by this 100%. (laughs) Yeah, I would have to definitely agree. I think Fruits Basket is absolutely amazing. We did a, we already did a whole episode on it, so I won't get too much in depth in it. But if you guys really want to, like I said, go to episode 46, hear what we talked about it. You'll understand why. For the other nominees, Somalia and the Forest Spirit, I have read the manga. I haven't seen the anime. It's, I wouldn't say it's would beat Fruits Basket. It's a good story, but I don't think it would be best drama. Like I can see it being nominated, but that's about it. When you mentioned Beastars, if uh, a certain friend in California ever listens to this, I'm sorry, but I just could not get into it. I know you <laughs> love it so much, but I just could not get into it. And like always, if I had to choose the next best one i probably would have gone with great pretender because i still think it's a good anime and i think it should have won at least one something yeah that one's definitely on my list so i'm gonna have to to watch that one relatively soon maybe we can do an episode on great pretender future season three (laughs) all right our next one best comedy the winner is kaguma kaguyu Oh my Kaguya. freaking lord. <laughs> Kaguya, Kaguya. I can't do that G U Y like Kaguya. <laughs> Kaguya. Kaguya. Boom. Oh my god. <laughs> Kaguya sama Love is War. And the other nominees were Kakushigato. Kakushigoto. Yeah. Keep your hands off. How do you actually pronounce that? Azoken. Azoken. The next life as a villainous, all routes lead to doom. Sleepy princess in the demon castle. The misfit of Demon King Academy. His history's strongest demon king reincarnates and goes to school with his descendants. What is up with the long names? I don't get it. So, that one is so long. So the reason I, I actually wonder that because a lot of my fantasy slash isekai ones are very long names and i guess the reason for that is a lot of people don't read the synopsis anymore so they pretty much try to tell you the entire anime in its story that's in the interesting title. Huh. at least when it comes to like that genre mm-hmm. i think Kagu- uh kaguya 
should have won. I I love it. I think it's a I've watched or watched. I've read the manga, like kept up to date with it, and when the anime came out, I was really happy with it. They really did good with the animation of like when certain feelings came across. Like I mentioned before, I really love the when an anime will change art styles for certain either comedic effects or whatever. And I just love the characters in this one. It's such a great like rom-com that I'm surprised. Well, was it actually nominated for romance? Because, or is there no romance? Is it just considered drama? Yeah, probably. Like, do just, they not consider? I don't think they have a, a romance category. That's probably why. Because it there wasn't really much drama into it, so I can see why it didn't get nominated. But I think it was a good. I think it should have won. It's a fantastic anime if you guys haven't seen it. It's very comedic and cute at the same time. The only... The other one, I guess... Oh, that It's kind of tough between two of them. Between My Next Life as a Villainess. I thought that was funny. I've Again, that's another one I've read the manga and seen the anime. Sleepy Princess in the Demon Castle. Sounds creepy, but the premise is funny. And, like, it was funny for the first little bit, but then it's just kind of, like, repeating the same gag over and over again. So, for me, it kind of got dull afterwards, because this is another one that is still ongoing in the manga. I've read both and seen it. The Misfit of the Demon King Academy, I didn't really know it was considered comedy. I mean, I guess a lot of fantasy isekais always have the comedy tag in Mm -hmm. it, so I guess they kind of just wanted to put that there, but I think... I don't know why it would really go for comedy, but yeah. So I have not seen Love is War, but Taylor has, and she was telling me that she thought it was really a really good comedy and probably fits this pretty well. Out of this list, I have only seen Kakushigoto, which I actually loved Kakushigoto. I, it was a good comedy. It definitely had a lot of laughs, but I don't know if I would have let it win, so Kaguya-sama is probably... Love is War is probably the, the better winner, but I do think that this probably could have been a close second in my eyes, Kakushi Goto. It's just, uh, I don't know, it's just so lighthearted at the same time that kind of has a serious undertone. And it's not very long, so it's one that you can definitely just consume really quick and feel good about watching it. So I definitely think that would have been, I would have been satisfied if that one also won Best Comedy. So the next one that we have is Best Girl, which Kaguya Shinomiya from Kaguya-sama Love is War is the winner. And the runner-ups of Best Girl is Abigail Jones from Great Pretender, uh, Katrina Claes, or Katarina. I don't know this one. Uh, Katarina Claes from My Next Life as a Villainess. We have Chizuru Mizuhara from Rena Girlfriend, Noi from Doro Hedoro, Sayaka Kanamori from Keep Your Hands Off of Ezuken. So, man, I just feel kind of. Because obviously I haven't seen Great Pretender. It's like a lot of these constantly get resubmitted for multiple categories, which makes sense if they were really popular. And that's going to happen when you have really popular ones. They're obviously going to be nominated for a lot of things but i feel like there could have been with the 
Golden Globes and stuff like that, yeah. too, if you notice. But I feel like there could have been, like, Toru Honda should have been on this list. I feel like she's best girl, 100%. Because out of all of these, I mean, I don't really know much of them, but I definitely think Toru Honda's best girl. So I just totally throw out all these nominees 100% for Toru. That's something I'm going to have the hard disagree on you. <laughs> what? How do you hate Toru? It's not that I don't hate her, but... I mean, you haven't seen Love is War yet. She is, like... She is cute. She's very... Well, She would she be considered a kude or a sundere? Because she keeps, like, a calm expression, but then, like, outside, she's very, like clumsy girl and especially when you i i guess i need to see how far in the anime it gets but at least when i read the manga like where it's at i out of this entire list i had to go with uh kaguya she she's amazing i love her but i'm surprised i think this is actually a pretty good list to zero uh chizuru is that how you use chizuru from run a girlfriend was a was a good one it's a i don't know how to describe that anime it's one of those that has a very misleading anime title obviously because it's called rent a girlfriend but it's has some pretty good like depth into it i do like her katarina i can see why she was nominated i don't know if i would put i don't think i would have voted for her I can see why. Abigail Jones, I think she was great in Great Pretender. But, yeah, I I think I agree with this list out of all of them. Like, I could see her being, I don't know, Noi. So, maybe, like, replace her. Um, but I think the, the other ones I mentioned, I think they all deserve at least a nomination. But I, I'm going to have to agree with Kaguya for Best Girl. See, yeah, I don't really know Kaguya, so maybe she would have beat Toru, but I think Toru at least should have been nominated. Replace uh, Noi with yeah. <laughs> I would I would die for Toru, but Toru didn't even get nominated for last year's Best Girl. Like, she had no nomination there either. Really? Mm-hmm. But she was nominated for Best Pro Tag of last year, of last year's um, Anime Awards. She didn't win, but... I just thought that was interesting. I I I'd die for Torto Honda. I don't know why she's not. Well, maybe because she was in last year's, they didn't put her in this year's. Then. Eh, I don't know because there's some f- few of these that are season two, and season like they're repeated nominees. So, just because it was last year doesn't make it uh, non-eligible for this year, based on some previous nominations. <laughs> I think they're just being rude. They're just out to get you. That's it. They're out it. to get me. That's what it is. And okay, so we had best girl. Now we have best boy, and that winner will be Shoyo Hinata from Hayuku. Hi, yeah. Haiku. Haiku to the top, which I believe is their third season. I think it's their f- fourth fourth yeah. i'm not, i'm not sure which one it is third or fourth well i think i think this one got separated into two parts 
So this might technically be the third scene because I think it was to the top um, part two. Was I googled it four. real quick? Haiku to the top is considered the fourth season. Okay, so it is the fourth season. And the other nominees were Anos Volod Vol. Oh my god, <laughs> I hate doing names. Anos Vold God. God, I've seen this anime and I'm still. Butchering yeah, his I don't name even know how you. That's not even a Japanese name. That's Anos Voldigoad. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The Misfit of a Demon King Academy, which I can see why he was nominated. I don't think he deserves Best Boy, but I can see why he's nominated. Came in or came, yeah, came in for Dorohidoro, which is this? Wait, is this actually the person I'm thinking of? Yeah, it is the lizard dude. Okay, yeah. He was great, and I okay. I think he deserves a nomination. He he would probably be third place for me, because once I get down to the other one, I think uh, Kun Agro, Kun Agro Agnes from Tower of God, Legoshi from B Stars, and Satori or Satori Saturu. Gojo from Jujutsu Kaisa, which would have been my next pick because I'm a huge fan of Kakashi. He was my absolute favorite <laughs> in Naruto, and he's basically the Kakashi of Jujutsu Kaisen, and I absolutely adore this guy. He is fantastic, but I just think Shoyo wins because it's a little bit of your kind of reason. I think he's a little just... Just the fact that his one-track mind on volleyball mm -hmm. and his always wanting to improve himself, he's never, like, there's just, it's, like, really hard to not like him because he never really dislikes anyone either. Even his, like, arch nemesis that he ends up being on the team with ends up becoming his great partner, and they have this, like, competitive rivalry, but, like, best friends also relationship and just the fact that he's like just wanting to improve his volleyball and play with his friends because the very first episode he literally just got friends to play and he's like don't worry about it we don't even have to win like he just wants to play and i just think he he deserves best boy yeah i would completely agree because i think this one's hilarious just because shoyo is such a fun character but it's so fitting He's this wholesome character that just I absolutely adore. He's a fun, kind character that has that one-track mind, that it's only to play volleyball. So like you said, he has these enemies, these arch enemies. He even makes them, like you said, he gets on the same team with his arch enemy, becomes his best friend. And then he has other arch enemies on other teams, but he still loves to hang out with them or like talk to them because it's all about volleyball. It doesn't matter. He doesn't take it off the court. It's on the court, you're his enemy, off the court let's play volleyball and just have fun. So I think Hinata definitely deserves best boy. But one of the nominees that I think is pretty close is Satoru Gojo from Jujutsu Kaisen. He's likable in every single way possible. I don't think anyone's capable of disliking him. But Hinata is just so much more wholesome and lovable that I think he steals the show here. Easy pick, hands down, Shoyo. So our next one is best protagonist, which is Katarina... Claus, I, I'm going to say her name wrong every time, I think, from My Next Life as a Villainess. The 
runner-ups were, was the Anos Volaglad. <laughs> I don't know how to say his name. Where did you get the L from Vol- in the end? Oh, uh, I don't know. Volaglad. It's a weird name. Anos. Some sort of Some sort of, like, European name. So from the Misfit of Demon King Academy, we have Midori Asakusa from Keep Your Hands Off, Natsume from Decadence, and Yuji, oh, Shoyo Hinata from Haikyuu, and Yuji Itadori from Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh, man, this one is pretty difficult. I mean, I think Shoyo is a great protagonist, but I don't know if he is the best protagonist, so I'd... He's up there on the list, but I don't. I'm glad he didn't win. I think Yuji Itadori would have been a great winner here, but I'm kind of glad he didn't, just because he's not the center of attention all the time in Jujutsu Kaisen. They do a really good job of breaking it up amongst his teammates, so Yuji's not the biggest focus. So he's a great character. He has that goofy aloofness that all characters or a lot of characters need just to kind of break up the the tension and stuff. But he's kind of a support amongst this big system in the show. So probably for the best that he didn't win. I don't know Katarina all that well, or like, I don't know much about her. I think I've seen stuff like clips and stuff of her. So I don't know if this is the best choice, but from what I know, I think it's a good choice. Forgot to mention, Yuji has the perfect taste in women as well. <laughs> what what type of women does he like, Bobby? He likes tall girls with a big ass, <laughs> like Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> My kind of guy. Gosh, that I can finally relate to an anime character. That scene honestly was so hilarious. Like it was a reoccurring thing too, because he he mentioned uh, tall girls with a big ass a couple times. And then with this fight with Toto, he brought it up again and just like, this is hilarious. I love it. That, that to me, won best protagonist. <laughs> he won best protagonist in my heart for that. But I don't know if I would say she won as best protagonist. I think if Shoyo didn't win best boring, I, I think I would have honestly would have gone with Shoyo. Just because kind of like how you said Yuji with the like split between like all the characters which i think is phenomenal mm-hmm. i love it when they do that but like with shoyo he is almost always the center like you yeah. always follow him obviously they like show they showcase the different teammates when it's like their time to shine or like when they need to pull through mm-hmm. but i think they will always come back to show you and there's no doubt when you watch this that like oh he's the main character like that's his whole purpose is like he's trying to draw spotlight to him he wants to be the little giant so i think he should have won best protagonist just because he has the like charisma everything like even the aloofness his klutziness like he has flaws but when it comes down to it like everyone kind of rallies to him and i think that should have won best protagonist i can see why katarina won because it's kind of the same reason why I think Shoyo won. Everyone, every character is drawn to her. And she draws like the best out of all the characters. They change for the better. Because she. if you don't know what it is, it's a show where 
she gets isekai into a novel she read or an a tome game where it's like all the guys want to fall in love with the main character the female lead and instead of being the heroine she is the villainess hmm. and so she tries to plan her way how she's going to live after she becomes a villainess but obviously while doing so she ends up making everyone fall in love with her even the heroine which i think it was kind of funny <laughs> so i can see why she won but i don't know i i, I think i would have wanted shoyo to win I wouldn't. I would not have been disappointed if Shoyo won. But I, like I said, I don't know much about this show, so I can't say for certain um, if it was warranted. I could see it. Like I said, I could see it. Why it was like one and everything. But moving on from protagonist, we shall flip that coin over and we shall talk about the antagonist and. The winner for best antagonist was Ryomin Sakuna? Sukuna. Sukuna from Jujutsu Kaisen, which is the alternate form of Yuji. Well, I guess you can kind of say alternate form. It's the demon guy, but they're one and the same now, technically. So you say split personality. (laughs) (laughs) But the nominees were the bitch Soma from Fruit Baskets. (laughs) Akito. If, no, if you guys we don't, don't know. speak. It's the bitch. There's no name to say his real name. Her name. Her name. Sorry. You're still not used to I that for... one. No, I'm not. <laughs> Ichidna from ReZero Season 2. N from Dorohidoro. Overhaul from My Hero Season 4. Rachel. Such, such, a, such a basic <laughs> name. Not what I expected there. I, I gotta see I gotta check her out real quick because it really is just a basic name, so I kinda wanna see Rachel from Tower sorry, of God. Sorry she looks very basic. Yeah, she's just I'm a normal blondie. Hmm. Is she is she like one of those cunning bitches that try to be your friend but then backstabs you? Is that why? I don't know. That because I see her picture with the protagonist, so she seems devious. Um, yeah, I don't like her, <laughs> <laughs> but I think Yeoman wins hands down. I uh, love his. You don't think so? No, absolutely not. I I think so because I feel like Akito doesn't win until probably season three because he he's just she has been a bitch. The entire time, but hasn't really shown her true colors yet. So I don't think hmm. would have been best antagonist. Interesting. I haven't seen season four of My Hero, so maybe I'm biased against that with Overhaul. But from what I've seen, he just seems like your standard villain from My Hero. That like it's just powered up like hmm. one of the better antagonists. But he seems just like every other villain i've seen in my hero and from dora hidoro is kind of funny i like i like him with his little like cat or was it a cat or whatever animal he has like how he's like so nice to it reminds me of dr evil from austin powers so i kind of like him interesting 
Okay. First off, 100% disagree. Ryoman Sukuna should not have won. I don't think he should have even been a nominee. Uh, I guess I can see why he was chosen. He has potential to be an antagonist, but for the same reason you think Akito shouldn't have won is the same reason I think Ryo Mensukuna should not have won. He hasn't done anything that is worthy of being an antagonist. The lack of screen time, the overall nature of his character, and just he hasn't had any reason to be an antagonist. His, the nature of his character, obviously, from the little bits we have seen, he wants to take over the world. All right. He has done nothing to do that. He hasn't even killed anybody. I mean, spoiler for a second. Besides Yuji. But even then, he didn't kill him. He just hasn't had the time to, to claim this title. He's great. I like him as a character. But he doesn't have the aura of being an awesome antagonist yet. I'm sure in the future seasons he will, but he's too likable. And I would argue he's not even an antagonist yet. He is at best a side character or a supporting role. There are much stronger antagonists in Jujutsu Kaisen right now than this guy who has posed way more threats. He is as much of a main character or an antagonist as the nine-tailed fox is in the original season of Naruto. I think the winner definitely should have been Akito Soma, hands down. No competition. She is deplorable in every single way, with very little redeemable qualities. And I think the fact that she is universally hated among all fans and feared in the show makes Akito the absolute perfect antagonist. I have never hated an antagonist so much before in my life. And you said that her true nature hasn't been shown, but I would absolutely disagree. Because in season two... She goes out of her way to harm Toru, to separate the Zodiac from Toru. She is um, keeping one of the Zodiacs basically prisoner away from Toru so he will never meet her. Because um, it was mentioned during the uh, Beach House episode that she has the rooster. And she told him that he will never never meet Toru. So she... Her objectives are very clear. She hates Toru, wants her gone, and wants to keep the Zodiac all to herself. And everything she does is deplorable, and it's just awful. So I think Akito should have won hands down. See, the only reason I disagree with that is how you say he's too likable. There's a lot of antagonists that a lot of people like. or Yeah, but he hasn't done anything to make you hate him. He hasn't killed anyone. All he does is sit there inside of Ryuji and talk about how he has world peace. The only thing he has done to progress his story is make that deal with Ryuji when he almost killed him. He basically backed Ryuji in a corner and made that deal, but he hasn't done anything to show his evil intent. He's not really an antagonist at this point. If anything, the antagonists are those um, curses that are roaming free trying to destroy Jujutsu Tech. I would say uh, uh, Sukuna has no claim to the title of the antagonist of the show yet. I can see that. And one other thing I can say to disagree with you, Akito, is how you were mentioned that he doesn't have uh, Sukuna doesn't have a lot of screen time. Akito doesn't have that much screen time either. Yeah, he's in flashbacks, 
But every time you see him, you literally only see him for like a minute or two unless it's some long ass dialogue. And like you said, besides their fear from him, she doesn't do much. Like, I hate her, and I don't think, like, I 100% agree she should be in the best antagonist. But besides the one time towards the end of season two when you finally see her get violent, well, I guess you see in the flashbacks of her getting violent. But other than that, she's mostly just acting like a spoiled brat. So, so to be best antagonist, she I think she has to be a little bit more mean than so just being a spoiled brat. I would say that the way Fruits Basket uses the short amount of screen time versus the way Jujutsu Kaisen has used the short amount of screen time are completely different because Ryomen Sukuna has short amount of screen time, and he doesn't do anything. Whereas Akito doesn't have a lot of screen time, but in those small bits of screen time, she has gotten the entire fan base to hate her. She abuses Yuki, she abuses Toru, and basically every single person that she encounters, she is absolutely awful to. She abuses them and hits them. So it's not necessarily about the short screen time, I suppose. It's more about what they do with that time. And Akito has managed to make the entire fan base hate them. And you also have to look at the nature of the show. Since Fruits Basket is a slice of life, you only can do so much to be an evil person. Like with Jujutsu Kaisen, they have powers. They can literally kill people. Akito is more under the laws of man, and does. there's no real supernatural, besides the curse, abilities that Akito could use against it. So... Akito is being such a horrible character with just being a physical person, just physical threats. So I think that's why Akito is such a fierce competitor in the antagonist um, category, just because with zero powers, people bend to Akito's will. And as a secondary, I think Overhaul should have been number two, just because uh, Overhaul literally destroys people like obliterates them in the show it doesn't happen often but overhaul's ability is just like like you said it's a it's a just a huge power up but overhaul does absolutely destroy people without mercy so i think overhaul is a pretty good contender i'd have to catch up on my hero to see about overhaul yeah there's a otherwise uh, i i like and i i think he's funny i think he doesn't do much. He's more the villain in charge type antagonist. Mm-hmm. I think he's he's more of those very char- char- uh, charismatic villains. The ones that are almost than... like, you're almost like, I probably would follow you if, if this was real. Yeah, exactly. I, that's he, he has a plan. How he executes it is not the best to be the best antagonist, but he's very... Mm-hmm charismatic that it's like it's hard to dislike him i honestly i actually like him quite a bit so (laughs) i think he would have been my vote yeah i don't know anything about n because i haven't seen dora hidoro but uh i do like a good likable antagonist so for our next one we have best fight scene which we have deku versus overhaul from my hero academia season four as the winner which the runner-ups were Bakuli versus Dark God Vecca from Sword Art Online 
Alician. Uh, Brawler vs. Master from Akuma Drive. Gene Mori vs. Han Doe from God of High School. Gene Mori vs. Jigal Takei, or Tech. I don't know how to say that. From Also from the God of High School. And then we have Satoru Gojo versus Ryomen Sukuna from Jujutsu Kaisen. So I haven't seen all of these, but Deku versus Overhaul, I think, definitely should have won. It was a really intense fight scene, especially knowing what Overhaul can do and the brutality that he has shown throughout this season. So I think it was a really good fight scene, especially with like the ingenuity that Deku used using um, the little girl's quirk to his advantage. I don't remember her name. But I think a good runner-up was Brawler vs. Master. I was watching that fight scene, and I just I really liked the animation. And they had this Ferris wheel behind them that lit up during Lightning Strike. Overall, I think that one was just a really impressive fight. And then one that I think definitely shouldn't have really been in this fight or in this ranking was the Gojo versus Sukuna fight. I didn't find it. It was cool. But I didn't find it all that noteworthy to be the best fight scene because there's definitely better fight scenes within the show that could have taken that slot. Yeah, watching... I watched some of these fights before we started. I can see the Deku overhaul. I can understand why it won. And I would probably would have chose it if I'm like actually caught up and I probably would have had more feeling into it. But... I still like the God of High School fights, either Han, uh, Jinmori versus Han Dawi. But for that one, if you'd have to have context like to know what was happening while that fight was going on. If you knew that and the emotional backstory behind it, I think it could have rivaled Deku versus Overhaul just for like emotional value. Jinmori versus Jigel, where it's like the final fight and you get to see his true powers or whatnot i thought was cool and animated cool i just like the fight style in general so if i had to choose a second it would have been either one of those i agree with the gojo versus sukuna if i don't know why that was even considered a fight scene they literally fight for like three seconds, seconds. Yeah. yeah it was not impressed like there were so many better fights in within the show but i guess that's what happens when you start judging a show before the whole thing's released because yeah, definitely the like, second half of the show gets crazy. He's like, all right, in 10 seconds, turn back. All right, now we're going to fight. Yeah. All right, 10 seconds is up. Okay, so you just put the best fight scene for a 10-second scene? Yeah, it was... Mm. I don't know. Well, I don't know why that was there. It's part of the popularity thing. I'm not surprised a SAO fight got in there. I watched the fight, and I, I think the guy won bullshit, so... <laughs> I I don't think that should have won best fight scene, but it didn't, so we're good on that. So going from fight scene, now we have best score. Oops. The winner for that is Kevin Kevin Penkin from Tower of God. And we also had wait. What? Oh, there was I got confused with Tower of God and the God of High School. Oh. I was like, wait, they were they were in twice? <laughs> that that confused me. We have Alyssa Okihazama from the God of High School. Kenosuke Ushio from Japan Sinks 2020. 
Oh, God. <laughs> Oru Tachi. Uh, Oru Taichi. Oru... Oh, okay. I didn't know it. Uh, why is it in caps? I feel like that just throws yeah, me that off. Yeah, that was... I don't know. Keep your hands off Inosuke. And Satoru... Satoru... Ko... Kous... Kosaki. 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 <laughs> I don't know why I kept trying to pronounce that you so differently. <laughs> Kosaki from Beastars. And honestly, I don't... I've only seen the God of High School and Tower of God out of this. I'm not a. I'm not very. I'm not the person you go to for music, so you should never take my opinion <laughs> for that. Yeah, I would have to agree. I'm not a music connoisseur. I like to listen to it a little bit, but I'm not someone who can judge it. So I'm gonna take the professionals' opinion and agree with them of Tower of God. Plus, I've never seen uh, yeah. any of them, so kind of bad. The other other one I would go with is the God of High School because I did like the music while I was fighting. I think it was very fitting. It fit it because I'm assuming it's not talking about the outro and uh outro and end because there's a separate category for mm-hmm. that so if they're just talking about the ambient music that's playing throughout i did like the god of high school so oh i'm sorry there's also yuta yutaka yamada from oh great pretender Why i don't know how bad? i missed that that's yeah i thought it was like part of the next like yeah thing i so i completely forgot about that that was a poor oversight sorry, by the website <laughs> So you, you Taka. <laughs> yeah, that was they messed up on that one. They actually, Great Pretender actually did have some great music. Maybe, I'm gonna shift that to Great Pretender just because I want them. I want. I, I keep saying it because I want them to win one, yeah. so I chose them for three categories. You're gonna be severely disappointed. Um, <laughs> did they win any categories? Actually, I don't think they did. I don't think so either. Anyway, we're gonna have to move on due to time. So the next one is Best Director, which is Masaaki Yuasa from Keep Your Hands Off of um, Eizouken. The follow-ups are Shiro Kaburagi from Great Pretender, Mamoru Hatakeyama from Kaguya-sama, Love is War. We have Song Ho Park from Jujutsu Kaisen, Takashi Sano from Tower of God, and Yuzuru Tachikawa from Decadence. Which, I haven't seen most of these, but I, I don't really know what they go in. I'm not really one to know what they judge based on best director. Like, do they look at the overall performance or anything? I would definitely say Jujutsu's up there because I like the direction it's going and just the overall performance of the show. For all the others, I mean, these were, from what I can tell, are all solid shows. So I don't know if I would have been able to make a valid decision. On which one was the winner? If I had to choose one, Hero Copy because of Great Protect. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do really enjoy that show and I wish it at least won something. But if I had to choose one besides the winner, probably would have been Mamoru for Kaguya Sama Love is War. Just because of the fact that I've seen a lot of anime that came from directly came from manga i know a lot of anime does come from manga but there are some anime that don't or like the manga comes after anime blah 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 but like for one that this manga has been out for a very long time i think they did a great job with the anime just how i was with horimiya that i was worried that the anime was going to butcher it Mm -hmm. but i think they did the manga justice so just for that purpose i would say that one for best director as a secondary 
That's fair. So moving on to best character design. The winner was Mayuka Ito. Original designs by Adario from Toilet-Bound Hanako-kun. The other nominees were Jenis-chan and Jenis-chan and Yusuke Yoshigaka Gaiki <laughs> Yoshigaki from BNA A Brand New Animal never heard of that anime Mm-mm. making its first appearance well so it was Toilet Pound Hanako that and it won Masashi Kudo and Miho Tanino original story by SIU Tower of God which doesn't surprise me because like I said there was so much hype for Tower of God now, Naoyuki Asano, original designs by Sumito O... I, I hate the double O's. O-wara. It's just like a pro-long O-wa. Keep your hands off Isaacin. I don't know <laughs> why I keep stumbling over that. Rumiko Takahashi and Yoshi... I hate when there's so many H's <laughs> in I. Like, so many of the same letters. <laughs> Yoshi Hito, Hishino, Hishi Numa from Yash Hashimi. Oh my. Oh man. <laughs> like tongue twisted. Princess Half Demon. And Yoshi Yuki Sadamoto and Hirotaka Kato, Great Pretender. Of course, I'm going with Great Pretender because it needs to win one. Yeah, I don't know like most of these, so I'm going to have to pass on my opinion but i think we should do just an episode an hour-long episode of you pronouncing <laughs> japanese names because i think that'd be hilarious <laughs> i'm surprised it honestly hasn't been or like someone hasn't commented on how like, bad damn you suck pronouncing yeah pronouncing names i am terrible when it comes to names. it's okay you'll you'll get there eventually so our next one and i think due to time constraints probably just breeze through with the just the nominee or the winners um, just because we we only have like five more, but it might take a while with uh, our pronunciations. So the next one is best couple, and that is Nasa Yuzaki and Tsukasa uh, Yuzaki from Tonikawa Over the Moon for You, which I've never even heard of, actually. I haven't either, but I just want to say out of the nominees, I, I wish the Love is War won because I think the main character couple couple is amazing fair enough i haven't seen most of these then we have best voice actor performance japan which is yusuke kobayashi as natsuki subaru from re-zero season two and i think out of all of them i could see that or at or gojo would have been my next one that's fair. And as we know from a previous episode, I'm not a dubbed person or a subbed person, so I don't have an opinion on most of those. But for best voice actor of English, we have Zeno Robinson as Hawks from My Hero Academia Season 4. And I think I would agree with that. He, I thought, did a really good job, and he made me like his character from the start just with his performance. So I would agree. I'd agree with that because I only saw a great pretender and <laughs> sub, so I don't know the, I don't know the dub. Next, we have opening sequence, which was Wild Side from Beastars. And 
I honestly haven't seen it, but I would go with Hayoku to the top because I honestly, I actually really love mm-hmm. their opening sequence. It's one of the few animes I will occasionally actually listen to mm-hmm. it. So I would have gone with that just because that's honestly, well, besides Love is War, but I liked Hayoku's. Yeah. I really liked Hayoku's intro um because that was phoenix by burnout syndromes and personally i've loved every single intro that burnout syndromes has created they made the season three's intro which was um i think it's just called fly high they created Ooh, i love yeah that one. i love that one too uh the phoenix one is really good too and then they also created uh dr stone's first intro which was Hello World, which I absolutely loved. So far, I haven't had any disappointment from Burnout Syndromes, so I think they should have won. Then we have Best Ending as our last and final nomination, which was Lost in Paradise by Ali featuring Aklo, and this was Jujutsu Kaisen. And I really liked both Jujutsu Kaisen outros, so I, because it's just they have really fun nature, like they have a good job and fun environment and just aura to their outros. So I just really like them. It's very, it's like a juxtaposition from what the show is versus their outros. And it's just so, so much fun. Yeah. I haven't seen a lot of these, like I said, but I did like Jujutsu Kaisen's outro or yeah. Outro. The one thing, it just always caught me off guard. Is this the first half or the second half? The first one with like the, uh, the dancing yeah so that just caught me completely mm-hmm. off guard it's because so different I, it is and i'm just like at first honestly i hated it i'm not gonna oh, lie I like i like the music the i like the music but i was just like these like they really aren't that much oh, in character at first like i didn't think so like based on all my first impressions but I like as i watched it i was like i actually i enjoyed it so and that is all we have for this episode our facts we don't have for this episode but instead of facts i will give you a sneak peek of season three so first off we're obviously going to finish up fruits basket season three the final season in our next season i'm really excited for that i'm actually almost finished with it so whoo super good really excited i'm nervous for the ending and then with the release of Little Nightmares 2, hopefully we can squeeze that in. I am I thought Little Nightmares 2 was so much scarier than Little Nightmares 1. so You guys already beat it? Yeah, it was super good. A lot of stuff I want to unpack with that, because I know we talked about theories a lot in Little Nightmares 1. I have a ton of that, theories that for Little one. Nightmares 2. Super oh, good. I can't wait to play that, because I love games that are like that, that we have so many theories, and... Some get answered, some just prolong yes. more theories. Ooh, let me tell you, there's a lot of theories that I can tie back to the first one that, oh, it's just so good. I can't wait to talk about that one. So one of the other ones that I'm super excited for is we plan on talking about Pokemon the movie. So this might throw some nostalgia factor for some of you listeners out there. I actually have a lot to talk oh, about this it's gonna be too. Super good. Just, just more a fact of like, why about all the other Pokemon movies as well? Like, I just have a few things I I will mention during that one. But yeah, stay tuned for that one. Yeah, I think that's going to be a really good episode. And then we have Demon Slayer the movie. And this might even be a good talking point of 
the future of anime movies because I think a lot of anime is going to move to spin-off like movies where it is a, a continuation of the show where it's a, an arc that is nece- necessary for the continuation of other episodes. So I'm going to I think this is going to be an interesting one to talk about just for the future of anime. I think it is also going to depend on like the arc mm-hmm. and the arc length. Right, cuz how long could a train arc actually be? And um, and then finally, one of the other ones is The Last of Us Part Two, and I'm throwing this in there to hold Bobby accountable to finishing it. <laughs> I knew you put that in there for that reason. <laughs> for that reason, now you have to beat it. It's been too long. There's so much I want to talk about for this game. Yeah, most of the reason why is just because I know I'd get addicted to it, and every time I like, I'm like, do I have? time to be addicted to this for a week straight to beat it yes the answer is yes <laughs> so that is our five episodes sneak peek of the next season so hope you guys are excited for it because i'm really excited for it. we have a lot of good things to talk about within uh season three so hope you guys enjoy and make sure you guys post on uh, your favorite social media what your favorite episode was feel free to contact us maybe even tag us and we'll respond to you and feel free to follow us on facebook instagram and twitter and contact us at weepswanagmail.com that'll be all from us today i've been your host bobby and i'm joshua and we'll see you guys next time when we weep spawn